This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, welcome in one giant step. It's been almost a week since me, Sean Morris, saw that beautiful face of Paul Dottino's as we took our little mini half a buy following the Thanksgiving break. But it is take command week for the Giants, and we are back together with a preview look ahead. It's Sean Morris, Paul Dottino. Paul, hello. How are you? Oh, good to talk to you again, Sean. I think we just got done with the leftover stuffing last night. Yeah, I mean, ours, we stretched as about as far as we could go before I'm, you know, done seeing turkey probably till around Christmas. I agree. Yeah, the stuffing, everything you. else. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, thank, uh, Halloween candy just continues to stick around my house. I don't even know how my daughter keeps <laughs> pulling lollipops out, but they seem to exist everywhere. But neither here nor there. I'll tell you the good news, Paul. Before we get into everything, and we're going to cover the injury updates, which seems like a lot of good news for the Giants, still some lingering issues for others. We'll obviously look ahead inside these matchups, and I have no idea because I haven't spoken to Paul if he watched fully that Falcon Commander game because I exhausted all my time on Sunday watching that. So I'm sure we will share some thoughts on what the commanders are. Paul is just shaking his head nicely. And by the way, you can catch a lot of these clips on YouTube as well now, one giant step entering that. All right, Paul. The good news is we are post-Thanksgiving. We are recording this on December 1st. I mean, we've gotten to the point where I got the stupid calendars with the little pieces of candy my kids are pulling out. We're counting down Christmas. And the reason I say that that's important is the Giants are still in control of a playoff spot. They control their own destiny. And for years and years and years, we've heard the Mara family say what? We want to play competitive, meaningful football in December. That has always been a target of theirs. Well, here we are for the first time in a long time. You want to count 2020 with a below 500 record? Fine. But on a on a strict this basis, no matter what's happened those last two weeks, Paul, 7-4, and four, Christmas time, December time, this is a good step for the giant organization here. Well, there's no question, Sean. You know, it was Mr. Mara, Wellington Mara, who always said you wanted your fans to be able to come to the last home game of the season with something to cheer for. That is the possibility that there could be a playoff spot on the line. And so it certainly looks as though right now there's a chance for the Giants to do that. There's also the opportunity with these next three weeks that things could go awry. We told everybody before the Dallas Thanksgiving game that – Losing to the Cowboys was not going to derail the season, contrary to a lot of hype going into that game. The Giants' two games against Washington in the next three weeks will determine their playoff fate. It is almost a guarantee that these two games will wind up telling the Giants if they're going to be home or if they're going to the postseason. Now, it starts this weekend at MetLife Stadium. I don't think you and I are going to have any disagreement on this. While a split with Washington puts the Giants still 
in a mediocre position for the playoffs, you want this first game because it's the yeah. home game. It would also snap a two-game losing streak and momentarily stop the bleeding and take some of the momentum away from the commanders. I could sit here and tell you all day how a split still puts the Giants in decent shape, but I'm going to also tell you this is the one they want more than yeah. that second game down in Washington. Yeah, you check that for all the for all the right reasons. And before we get into any of the injuries and stuff, let's just start right there as far as the importance of this game. Uh, you know, on a flip side, I understand that they kind of ran out of gas and the Richie James fumbles on Sunday. You watch the Seahawks lose a game like that, and you suddenly realize, man, had the Giants won that game, then maybe it actually takes some of the sting of importance away from these because you can start counting games where the Seahawks could lose, and that could have left another another avenue. But because you lost that head to head tiebreaker with Seattle. Well, you better gain some momentum here and try to get some kind of tiebreaker and not allow the commanders to pass you. And and you're absolutely right. And I think stopping commander momentum is obviously going to be enormous in this whole whole thing, too. And look, Paul, I will tell you, obviously, I work on a national radio show here on CBS Sports Radio, the DA show. Right. And I follow a lot of things from a national perspective on top of all the Giants coverage almost in a good way. I view this as a giant because I've seen it go down this avenue. It feels like everybody is anti-giant and pro-commander as we enter this week. It feels very public how much everybody's riding that commander wave of momentum. And now the Giants, and Julian Love even said so on WFAN this week, it's, you know, wow, we're underdogs or being that disrespected. Everybody is really, if you were on the Giant bandwagon and you weren't a Giant fan, has really jumped off after the last two weeks. And look, I look at that and I say, good. This giant team, I've seen this organization play better when now teams are expecting, you know, kind of the least out of them. And this league we've seen be so week to week that I think this does in many ways set up very nicely for the Giants at home. No, I mean, there is pressure on them internally, but a lot of people on the outside expecting the commanders to win this game. I, you know, I just think mojo wise, it sets up nicely for the Giants here entering this week. Well, you, you have two things here that have kind of contributed to that trend, Sean. You have Washington, which has won six out of the last seven, and the Giants, who have lost three out of the last four. So you look at the, the the ebb and flow of the tide with the two franchises, but then you also look at the health of the two franchises, and the Giants have been badly ravaged and yeah. decimated by injuries over the course of the last three or four weeks, while Washington is certainly a lot healthier uh, than, than the Giants have been. So it's only natural that the human reaction would be coming in, well, this looks like Washington's got a really big edge. But here's what those outside people around the country don't know. They don't know how much healthier the Giants are getting. Yes. They don't realize and put the actual value on the return of a number of players on both sides of the ball, which should make the Giants a lot closer to hole as they were over a month ago than what you have seen over the course of the last few weeks. And that is a very, very significant part of the equation that I think most of your generic fan, fan base is overlooking.